Welcome to the FishCast. Today we have special guest Mike Norvell, the head football coach at Florida State University. We will discuss this past season with Coach Norvell and the impact COVID-19 had not only on the field but off it as well. We'll also discuss the upcoming mega camp on June 6th and talk about the impact the youth clinics had over the past month. Good afternoon and welcome to a special edition of the FishCast. My name is Corey Long. Here as always with my good friend Charles Fishbine. How you doing, Fish? Doing great, man. Excited about this one. Oh, I'm super excited about this one. We also got in the house well-traveled coach Christopher Demaris. How you doing, Coach Demo? Corey Long, good to be on. Uh, excellent. And as always, the most illustrious guests show up on the FishCast. And today we have Florida State head coach Mike Norvell, ready to make the biggest mistake of his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, with that kind of an introduction, uh, you know, Corey, I got to say, uh, I'm definitely excited to be on with you guys. Uh, you know, been looking forward to this one. Don't know, uh, I'll tell you here in a little bit if it's the biggest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, I'm going to kick off the uh, questions by saying, you know, you've been you've been at FSU for you know a little over a year now. Tell us a little bit about the first year. You know, what were you pleased with? What surprised you? You know, if there's different things that in hindsight you look like you would have done differently, you know, just tell us a little bit about that first year, that first season in Tallahassee. Well, I mean, I guess we're going to start off with surprises. Uh, there's a little thing called COVID that we got to experience. Pretty, uh, pretty unexpected, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely, uh, you changed a lot of the dynamics of coming in year one. And I will tell you things that I am uh, really grateful for, just going back and it's all the experiences that we got to have. I mean, it was coming in, I mean, you're, you're, it was a situation where there's been a lot of change around this program. And, you know, you look at a program that's had, had three head coaches in four years, you know, a lot of different change in leadership, you know, so coming in um, and you know, having, having the, the chance to build relationships with our players, you know, trying to set the standard, the expectations, um, it, it was a, it was a, a unique process. And, you know, with, with some of the adversity that we faced in regards to how we had to communicate the ways that we had to, to go about this season with, um, with quarantine and, and all the different factors that, that show up, showed up through that, um, you know, we, we really had to go through it. And, uh, you know, I thought we, we grew as the season went on it, when in regards to, you know, just our overall, uh, you know, understanding of each other, you know, the expectation, you know, how we were going to work, you know, how we're going to operate. Uh, you know, there were some, some really good moments, you know, we had a top five win over a, a really good North Carolina program. Um, but then we had some disappointing, some disappointments that through, that showed up throughout the course of the year. But, uh, you know, to have those experiences were things that, uh, you know, we worked through together and I think it made us stronger and, and, you know, to finish the year against uh, with a good win against Duke and, uh, you know, some, some, uh, you know, momentum heading into the off season. It's, uh, it's really been good as we've, we've been able to now go through spring practice and uh, you'll build closer as a, as a football team. Yeah. I'll jump in. You know, you bring up spring practice. You didn't get a chance to have a spring practice last year uh, really other than like, I think one day this year, you did get the spring practices. How much of a difference did you see just from a mental standpoint with this team and physically and where they are now compared to last year? 
Uh, I mean, it's night and day. I mean, you, I, I think that spring practice is where you form your identity. You know, you go through, uh, you know, all the winter workouts and, you know, that's, uh, that's grueling and uh, you'll vote, you get in the spring and you get to put it into play. And that's where uh, you just with the, the situations, the fit, you know, some of the physicality, the, the ups and the downs, the position, uh, you know, your changes in the depth chart where, you know, guys have to respond when they make, when they're made uncomfortable. Um, that was, it was big for us. And, you know, guys, they knew what to expect just because we've been through a year together, but also, you know, it was, um, you know, they, they embraced the work that, that they knew was coming. And, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you see buy-in? Uh, I see it by the way they walk through the door. I mean, they know that they're going to get challenged. They know they're going to get pushed and developed. And, you know, when they, when they come through the door with the, you know, with their heads bobbing and an excitement about what's ahead and just knowing that, um, you know, this is an opportunity to get better. That's, it's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of change and a change in a positive direction. And I really like the direction that we're heading. Coach, I really appreciate you coming on. I know as a coach, your time is very valuable. As a head coach, it's even more valuable. <clears throat> I'm a Florida State guy, so I'm excited that you're there. I know you had, you know you're at a magical place. It's a magical place. And I can't wait for you to experience Doak Campbell Stadium and uh, Bobby Bowden Stadium with full capacity. It's really something magical, and I know you'll enjoy that. From a coaching standpoint, not necessarily a player standpoint, how, how exciting was it for you uh, as a coach to get back on the field in the spring and do what you do best, coach young men? And the second part to that would be, was your evaluation of these men any different than you did in the fall? You know, you had boots on the ground, you're running to try to evaluate, trying to get a team together, get them on the field. Were you able to step back and evaluate these kids differently in the spring than you did in the fall? No, I mean, absolutely. And you, you know, as a coach, you, you never realize how much you appreciate something until it's taken away. And, uh, you know, I've always loved spring practice. I think it is a critical, uh, critical time. It is, um, you know, with our, with our program, you know, we, we focus on the individual, we focus on ourselves. And, um, you know, I think there were some experiences that even showed up throughout the course of the year. You look at the, at towards the end of the season, we had three games canceled within, within 24 hours of kickoff. And I mean, we had schedule changes, all of the things that, you know, we really could not control, but we had to, to adapt and respond to. And, and it really, that was a, that was a moment where we had to focus and almost take it as a little bit of a spring practice uh, uh, in, in some of those weeks. But I thought our guys, uh, you know, handled that well. I thought they, they were able to build in their confidence through the work that we put in. And when we jumped into spring ball, it was, it was all focused on the fundamentals, the improvement, the competition, uh, you know, the workload that, of what we were willing to invest to where we're wanting to go. And, and there's not, a, there's not an opponent out there that you're preparing for. Uh, you're facing the greatest opponent that we'll ever, that we'll ever have. And that's ourselves. And that is the joy of spring ball. And to see guys uh, when they're competing you know, with themselves, when they're competing with their teammates, uh, trying to truly push to get better. I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Uh, I missed it. And, uh, you know, I think we, we definitely benefited and took some positive steps throughout the, throughout the course of this spring. Coach, you know, I want, wanted to move on a little bit to, you know, where we're, where we're headed now, especially in the recruiting world. Uh, dead period ends on June 1st. What, you know, what are you, what, now that you've got a chance to see all the things and have the visits and have the things that you didn't have in that first year, what did the, what's the plan of action for the staff when it comes to recruiting this summer, uh, you know, with, you know, getting out, seeing players this fall, you know, what is the kind of going to be the plan of action? What kind of 
recruiting staff are we going to see at Florida State? Well, you know, I think we've we've done a really good job throughout this you know last year of, of you know building relationships and being able to do that on a limited capacity of not being able to get face to face. We've not been able to get really uh, within the state and in the high schools like we like would have been the norm. But you know, we really made a huge investment in. Uh, you know, building relationships with the with the coaches and the and the future prospects, doing the things that we that that we could. And uh, um, you know, when you look at the twenty one class, you know, we had a huge emphasis on getting the best football players that we could possibly get. Uh, you know, guys that uh, you truly truly uh, you know, fit Florida State. Um, you know, we missed out on some evaluation opportunities just with uh, with some of the restrictions. But, you know, of those 15 players that we signed, I mean, we had either worked with them or had been around them uh, in, in our previous stops or, or, you know, just somebody on our coaching staff that had a relationship or they played for former Seminoles. And uh, we, we ended up signing five guys that played for uh, uh, former FSU players that were now their coaches because, you know, as I'm getting information from them, I wanted I wanted somebody with some skin in the game too. And, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, we knew that the, that they their belief in these in these student athletes would come and, and be able to, to impact our program in a positive way. And, you know, even from day one, when we got here, you know, there was always a site that we got to get the best players we can get in 21 as you're selling a vision. Uh, but 22, 23, and 24 class, I mean, we started we started early con contacting the coaches, getting those kids uh, to, to call us and to be able to recruit them to the best way that we could. And there's been a huge investment there. And I think that we're seeing the early signs of that payoff with, you know, how these how those classes are, are starting to come together and, you know, what they look like. Because, um, you know, it, it's, it's real easy as a, as a coach to sit back and talk about what, you know, all the, the limitations or all the things you can't do. But we wanted to be proactive in building those relationships uh, by investing the time and, and getting to know the coaches. We still won't be able to go on the road in here until, until uh, you know, uh, September. But, you know, we're, we're going to have a lot of kids that will be on campus and you know, we're going to get 27, day, 27 days in the month of June and, and every one of them are going to matter. And, uh, you know, we, we got a great plan. We've got a great schedule. Uh, looking forward to, to getting kids on campus to be able to showcase all the wonderful things here in Tallahassee and at Florida State and um, you know, just continue to, to, to build this the, the right way and, and showcasing all that we have here um, at Florida State and for these, these future prospects. Now, Coach Norvell, being in the business, I've been in it for like 20 years now, and this was the first year that, just like you guys, it was very odd that not being able to get on that high school campus, and I this spring, I noticed the biggest jump from kids physically that I ever saw. Like usually when you see a kid, you see them every month or they're on your campus or at camps, this or that, you don't really see the size differential of these kids. The difference I saw from last over a year and a half ago till this year, I, I couldn't believe how much some of these kids grew. Some guys just maxed out. And that's the one thing with recruiting. How are you guys going to overcome that and be able to make sure you guys do land the right kids this over this past year? Well, you know, for for us, you know, we watch a lot of film, and you know, we not only you know most people watch uh, highlight films, and I think that gives you they they serve a purpose, but you're also trying to watch as so much game film to to truly see the identity of the young man, and uh, that you know film still doesn't lie, and uh, you know the way that somebody plays, uh, the mentality, you know the uh, the way I like I like watching how on a successful play, watching their teammates respond, how do they respond to good and bad, uh, you know, with their effort, and you know. And, 
now being able to get them on campus, you know, you know, whether it's through the evaluation uh, component that the NCAA is allowing, uh, you know, they're on unofficial visits with the seniors or even some of the younger players uh, that, you know, with through our camp settings and, and uh, you know, the opportunity to work with them, it, it's all it's all telling the story. And, you know, each of these kids, they build their profile by, by what they do, what they do academically, what they do socially, uh, you know, the, the investments that they're making, you know, uh, through their weight training and and so uh, for us to be able to gather all that information and to, to, to get them here and to, to because just like any, we want the best fit for Florida State and, you know, recruiting the state of Florida, we have so many wonderful players and, and uh, you know, exceptional programs that, you know, this is, this is a, a critical time for us. And you, you add in the dynamic of the transfer portal and all those things. I mean, it is, it is about, it is about finding uh, the, the absolute right, right guys that are going to come into this program and help get us back to where we deserve to be. And uh, that's something that, uh, that we're all, we're all working towards. Coach, I always tell people that Coach Norville and his Florida State staff know a lot more about these players that they're committing to and offering than we do. They know a lot more. So when people say, well, why would they do that? Well, they know the reason why they offered a kid and why they don't. So have faith that they know what they're doing. There's a standing joke that I don't like the transfer portal. I really don't. As a coach, I don't like it. It's a standing joke with, with the guys here on, on the podcast. But yes. I was just curious, moving forward, how do you plan on using the transfer portal at Florida State and are you going to put emphasis in that or are you going to go back to the old normal way of recruiting the high school kids uh, to come to Tallahassee? Well, I mean, I think there's unbelievable value in, in building the program through the high school ranks, especially here at Florida State. There's just, I mean, it's such a, um, you know, wonderful place. When you look at our region, obviously our state that, uh, um, and you should be able to fill a championship caliber team uh, year in and year out with high school players. Now, uh, we will, um, you know, always leave room for those, for those, you know, handful of guys that we think can come in and benefit our program that are the right fit. And even this year, you know, I talked about the 15 high school players that we signed. Um, you know, we're going to bring in probably anywhere between eight and 10 transfers that, uh, you know, I wanted the majority of them to be in there in January. And we had those guys here. Um, you know, we, we're coming off having the youngest team in all of college football. You know, we didn't have, we really didn't have those productive, you know, you know, players that have been leaders that, you know, we needed some of that, you know, and so whenever we were able to bring in, uh, um, you know, the, the guys that have, that have come in, I mean, they, they're building those relationships within our team and they've gone through the challenges. They've been through our mat drills. Uh, you know, that's something that's been fun to watch that dynamic kind of play out, but it, it's also good to see those freshmen that have come in and they're going through the process. They're developing, um, you know, we had a couple of freshmen all Americans last year that, uh, you know, got thrown into the fire, whether they were ready or not. I mean, they learned through those experiences, but, you know, also being able to have some guys that, that are a little bit more experienced and that, that have that have kind of done it the right way, I think is definitely going to benefit our program. And, uh, you know, we want to build this program through the high through the high school ranks. And, uh, you know, but, you know, we also know that it is a different day. It's a different day in college football and whether we like it or not. Um, you know, there's going to be if, if the right fits out there, whatever the whatever the method of high school, junior college transfer, um, you know, we're always going to evaluate that and, and go through that process. Coach, let's uh, talk a little bit about those 27 days in June. We see you've got some you know, great events lined up. I see there's a big man camp coming up, a couple of seven on seven, some skills camp. The one thing that everybody's talking about, however, is this June 6 mega camp. And we're talking you're going to have 30, 40 other uh, schools on campus and it's you know it's going to be this massive event obviously something that 
uh, your staff has put a lot of work into. Can you tell us a little bit of the thought process behind this camp and, you know, and, and what really came together about putting this sort of event uh, on, on campus? Uh, actually, we have over 60, 60 other schools right now that are going to be here. I'm just telling you, you have 60 schools involved. This thing's we should call it a super mega camp. Well, it, it's an opportunity for us to help you know, serve our state. And, you know, this has been a crazy year. You think of all the, all the high school football players that went through this spring without having coaches on campus, without being evaluated, um, you know, and, and there's no, no question. Every school wants kids to come to camp. They want to see them in person. Um, but then you start looking at the financial expenses of what that is, of trying to travel to all these different schools and, and to, to get their, uh, your, their tape out there and to be able to show these, these coaches what they can do in person. I mean, we wanted to provide an opportunity that helps helps the kids of our state, helps the coaches, um, you know, the, where the coaches can bring a team to, to Tallahassee and let them go through that that experience in, in a one-stop shop, really. And, uh, you know, we're getting some of the best players in the country that will be here uh, on, on that day and some of the best teams. And, you know, it's 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 a great benefit for us because they, they get to, to be here at Florida State and see all the, all the wonderful things that we have. And you know, also an opportunity to compete, but to do that in front of 60 plus schools, from Power Five schools to to FCS to uh, you know Division Two and lower, um, you know, it, it, it's really going to allow everybody an opportunity to to get to showcase their skills and and what they do, um, you know, in in a um, in an efficient and, and effective way. And it's, uh, it's something I did at the, at when I was at Memphis, and I just wanted to be able to bring that. Uh, here to the state of Florida because I just I think it's a, rem a remarkable opportunity for the kids and the coaches of our state. No question. It's I, I feel too it's a great opportunity. I'm excited to come up there uh, on June 6th. I, I, I don't know if Corey's coming up but we'll we'll try and get up there with him and Demo and stuff but you know coach you also had the um you know the youth clinics you know I, I had the opportunity to come with my son he had a great time you know what type of impact did that have you feel uh for you guys and and your impact in the state of Florida. No, it was great. It was an opportunity to, for us to do what we say we want to do and who we want to be. And that served, that served this, uh, this state, uh, put an emphasis and invest into the communities, um, uh, you know, throughout the state. We'll have 12, 12 youth camps when it's all said and done. And it's looking like we're going to have over 3,000 kids uh, that will have come out and, and had an opportunity to work with our staff. And as you saw, I mean, it was, it was work. We, uh, we went into it and it's about developing the, the young players. It's about, you know, sh you know, having fun, um, you know, showing them the seminal way and what it's all about, you know, because, you know, just like, just like, you know, the college players and the high school players, these, these youth, the, 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 the youth of our state, I mean, they had to sacrifice too. They missed out. They didn't get the, you didn't, they didn't get to do all the things with it when it comes to, to the, the, you know, pop Warner football and some of their youth organizations, there's so much change and, and things that they had to sacrifice. Well, you know, we, we were provided an opportunity there with the, the month of May still being a dead period. And, you know, we wanted to take advantage and and go out there and, and serve those communities. And uh, you know, it was it was wonderful to see all those uh, young young men and women uh, wearing Seminole shirts and uh, you know getting out there and and, and having some fun with our coaches. But uh, you know, it was it was an incredible impact. It was great for our staff, great for uh, for those kids, and uh, you know, just blessed to, to have the opportunity to be able to do that. Well, I planned my son to have that best throw when you were watching. I know he had a good throw, so I know. Is his best throw of the camp. It was all planned. So, don't... fish, don't worry. I was taking notes, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Well, listen. I know you don't have a whole lot of time. I really appreciate you coming on. 
Um, hopefully we could get you back on at another time and good luck this year. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on this show and, and uh, you know, doing us a favor, but um, you know, whatever you guys ever need, you know, you could count on us, but uh, good luck this year, coach, and look forward to me- seeing you back up there in June. So. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on and look forward to, to great things ahead and go Knowles. Go Knowles. so much, Coach Norvell. We appreciate Thank you, it. Coach. Yeah, one last thing, Coach. Um, before you jump off, we have all our guests. How can, you know, uh, whether Seminole fans or football players want to follow you guys social media-wise, is there a way they could follow you? Absolutely. Well, uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Coach underscore Norvell. Um, you know, uh, obviously, I, I, I definitely try to keep everybody uh, as, as active as, as uh, and up to date on things that we're doing, um, you, know, you know, through that. Obviously, we got our, our FSU football, uh, different accounts, uh, Instagram, uh, you, know, you know, they're on Twitter. And so um, you know, we appreciate all the support and, and look forward to, to great things ahead. And uh, you know, you're staying connected within this state and this region uh, with all, all of our supporters and uh, just great for each and every one of them. Thanks. Thank coach. you so much, Coach Norvell. We appreciate your time. We know how valuable it is, and we know you have to get running. So uh, thank you so much for your time on the Fish Cash. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida State head coach, Mike Norvell. All right, guys. Thanks so thank much. Thanks, thank Coach. You. I'll see you, fellas. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.